Hi, this is Jim Brangenberg, the host of the I Work For Him radio show. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast, where we discuss our workplace as our mission field. The live version of our show can be heard each weekday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern on AM 570 and 910 WTBN, locally in the Tampa Bay area, and worldwide on the web at letstalkfaith.com or iHeartRadio. Our website, iWorkForHim.com, has great resources on how you can learn about how your workplace can be your mission field. And also check out the sponsors that bring you the radio show each and every day. And while you're there on I Work For Him, click on the I Work For Him Nation flag and prayerfully consider joining the I Work For Him Nation. Join thousands around the globe praying for their coworkers and employees by name each and every day. That's IWorkForHim.com. I Work, the number four, Him.com. Remember, your workplace is your mission field, and in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Thanks again for listening. I hope this broadcast will make an impact on your life so that you'll never look at your workplace the same again. Let's get to today's show. You tune into the fastest one hour in Christian talk radio. Thanks for tuning into I Work For Him today. Whether you're listening to us on the radio right here in Tampa Bay, maybe you're listening to us online, maybe you listen to a rebroadcast of the show, or maybe you listen to the podcast. However you hear the show today, just know that we've prayed for you. We prayed that something we say today, well... First of all, that you enjoy the show, but something we say today causes you to dig deeper into your faith and to connect in what you learn on Sunday with what, you, what you're doing in your 9 to 5. And today, with Luke and Dave in the studio, we pray all those things and that you will find and realize whether you've got the right financial advisor along your side or not. And at the same time, we talk about spiritual things, but, you know, can you smell it? I can smell it. That's it. It's pollen. And the smell of hot dogs and freshly cut grass. It's spring training time, guys. Yes, it, it is. is. Go and, baseball. Uh, or yeah. golf. It's always golf time <laughs> in Florida. It's always golf. But the grass smells different in the springtime. It does. Doesn't it? Especially it does. on those baseball stadiums sitting there. When you can smell the wood from the freshly cut bats as they're smacking that the ball. Popcorn. I mean, oh. there is. It's a, Even when you get around high school fields, even, and you smell the grass, it just brings back all those glory days. Those glory days, days when you just were free. Did and you play high school baseball? I did. You yeah. did? Yeah. So yeah. right here in town? In here? Seminole. Seminole. Yeah. Yeah. What position did you play? Uh, I played mixture of shortstop, a little second, and third. A little second. So was that when you were short? Third, you played little second. No, in my my sophomore year, we had a pitcher that played second. When he pitched, I'd play second, and and then junior year, um, short, and then third senior year. Wow. So you had to be pretty quick on your feet to do those. Those spots, I guess. Do you still yeah. got it in you today? I, I got it. I, I I do. I actually do. He's still. I play not. well, way below my age. I, what? I, I'm gonna leave that I one play alone. Way below I my we age. Should, let's, we should, yeah, we should really bring him out on the racquetball. You course. should be really racquetball. Yeah. Come on, that's not yeah. even a sport. Yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. sport for those. Anyway, what? Yeah. Right, so what are you gonna say? Spring training. What I like about spring training is that it's always it's a new season. It's a new chance at starting all over again. It's it's that. You know, the teams are always different. I mean, there's never is a team the same this year as it was last year. And, and I wanted to draw a little parallel between that new beginning and the uh, the approach to our, our relationship with the Lord. Because, Luke, as you said, you know, back in December, I don't do New Year's resolutions. I, I You know, uh, every day is a new day. So what, as you approach spring, Luke, what has the Lord been revealing to you recently? What's been speaking into you recently? Well, you know, we just finished up our uh, missionaries conference last week, and um, you know, just hearing um, Pastor Curry 
it's funny. His name's Stephen. His Stephen Corey, yep. my son. Stephen Curry. <laughs> anyway, basketball player yep. Jim. Okay, yep. just making sure we're with us, dear. No, nope, not even close. But yeah, you know, just okay. um, you know, really hearing. You know, I've always had a heart for missionaries because, um, you know, the ones local they do a really important work, but you know, those that are in Jerusalem in these real battlefields, you know, with um, in the Gaza Strip. You know, and and he's got a story about his uncle, and you know how his his father, and you know, blares out his 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 sermon every week, uh, in over the radios that drowned out the air of you know the 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 five prayers a day sort of thing. That was kind of their, you know. It's so I, one day you never we're going to have that here, folks. I mean, with you know, I just read an article. I don't know if I told you or somebody else that you know, uh, Islam is 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 supposed to be uh for numbers of uh, membership overtaking christianity you well know. Will. They, they they have the huge families sooner or later they, they so. don't they don't take over countries by war anymore they do it by building huge families you know almost everybody has a little bit of an idea about baseball and one of the things that we wanted to do today is have some fun first of all we're talking about baseball we're talking about new beginnings and every team every baseball team as it heads in and i'm not a big sports guy but i love baseball played baseball never officially but we played on the street all the time i mean we played backyard baseball until we were all out of high school then we played softball because we couldn't play baseball anymore i don't know what the deal is with that when you get older they don't let you play the hardball anymore they make you play the softball i don't know what that is deal but but dave as you head into springtime and I know that you've been golfing all winter long, blah, blah, blah. The gra- <laughs> right. You know, the grass is always green on the golf courses it in is, Florida. It is, right? But, okay, so what's the Lord been speaking to you recently? What, what's, what's new going on in your walk with the Lord? Well, I'm, I just appreciate, uh, even, even though I'm getting uh, older than, than some of you guys, mm-hmm. I always appreciate that. No, you're that older I learned, than both of us. <laughs> not put together. Not. <laughs> 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 that was funny, actually. That was good. Good one, Dave. Anyway, anyway, I always appreciate close. I'm always uh, <laughs> get well, out. let him go. Come on, get he's in a serious, a serious moment here. <laughs> anyway, I always appreciate uh, no matter no matter how many years we've been on this earth, we always learn more about God. We get closer to God, and um, and and this movie coming out this week, Friday, I think the Shack reminded mm-hmm. me of that. There's some really cool things in that book. Even though, yeah. yeah, yeah, right. Well, it's a parallel, and and it it uh, kind of messes with some of our preconceptions of who God is. Mm. And, it, it it does. You have to really know the history behind the shack to not take offense at a lot of the things it said. I, I read it. Frankly, it messed with my mind. It, it, I, that's it, what I like about it. Makes you think. I'm not sure it messed with my mind in a positive way, but it messed with my mind. I I personally was bothered by the book, but I understand what some it was trying were, to yeah. Some people were yeah. and some people were not. Um, I, I'm more excited about the case for Christ coming up at the end of the month uh, with Lee Strobel. Actually, I think it's right at the beginning of April. That that one I'm I like, really excited about. I enjoyed about that book. And we got Lee Strobel coming on uh, I Work Random to talk be about a, That'll be oh, a you good do? movie. Yes, we do. Oh, man. That, that's that cool. was a good book. That was a good book. And I got the privilege to bring him on. Okay, so those new – but that's right, Dave. It doesn't matter how old we get. That that relationship with the Lord gets sweeter every day. It does. As we know Him more, to love somebody you have to know Him. So as we know as we know God more, as we know Jesus more, we we, uh, we naturally love Him more. It's, I just think it's great, and and what I love about it is that I'm learning, and and it's tough because it, it, you know I figured I thought I figured everything out 37 years ago when I first came to Christ. <laughs> 
And so now after 37 years of walking with the Lord, I'm like, yeah, I still got a lot to learn. Yeah, it's and incredible. since you're so much further ahead of us, it's good to know that they're still learning to be they're done. They're still learning yeah. to be done. Yeah. Yeah. But I maybe, I, maybe I'm just slower than you no, guys. Maybe. But no, I hear it from my father-in-law all the time. He was in his, in his early 80s. He's like, you know, Jim, it, the mercies are new every morning. You just you yeah, learn exactly. new stuff. Yep. All right. So, Luke, I don't want to pull you away from your phone as you're uh, working. Oh, while come on. There, I'm <laughs> looking up scripture. You're so mean, Jim. I am mean? <laughs> you are. I'm looking oh. up nice scripture to share with our audience. Something that's always on my heart, you know. It might be. It what, might fit somebody's. What scripture has those pictures? What, what pictures you. has those? Yes, pictures I love in. you. Yes, honey, I'm on the radio. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Which scripture has pictures? Yeah, Good wait, wait, grief! Wait. <laughs> <laughs> so rude. All right, John sixteen thirty three says, "Listen, I've said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you'll have tribulation, but take heart; I've overcome the world." How does that apply? To financial advisors, you guys are financial advisors. You guys help bring people peace of mind. Yeah, for that for the, that uncertainty of tomorrow, which nobody really knows what tomorrow looks like. And we wanted to tie that all into our whole the whole baseball theme for today. For a little bit, just step back about baseball for a minute. Dave, who's your favorite baseball team? They have baseball teams nowadays. Oh, <laughs> Luke, who's your favorite baseball well, it team? Be the of Rays. The Rays. Yeah. Gotta be the Rays. He's just playing just, funny. He likes when the Rays. I grew up, it was the Tigers, but. But uh, now it's the race, the last 30 years. So am I going to get, like, hate mail when I say that the Rays aren't my favorite team? No. Yes. No. Yes. From who? Okay. I don't from know. From the Floridians. You ought to. That's right. Well, <laughs> that's, of course, as we all know, I'm from Minnesota, and I am a Minnesota Twins fan. I am fan. Minnesota. A lot of the Twins. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck was accent was that? Irish-Canadian. Irish-Canadian. Oh, Minnesotan. Good. All right. So, but here's the key. <clears throat> when a guy gets on base, once he's on base, he's always looking at the third base coach to know what he's supposed to do. Once he once he leaves first base, and he's and he's somebody's hit him hit the ball and they're running, they stop listening to the first base coach and they're looking at the third base coach. And Luke, you said as somebody takes that turn around second and starts heading towards home, they round second mm-hmm. in the financial planning world, in the financial advising world, they need a coach that tell, tells them when to stop at third, when to get running all the way to home. But, you know, not everybody listening to the show is anywhere near rounding third base and heading towards home. A lot of people are sitting at second base going, hey, I still got a lot of work to do. I need somebody to help me get towards third base, let alone rounding towards home. So we're going to take that analogy and and run a little bit because a lot of us just need to think about that third base coach. You know, when you're sitting on second base, Luke, what are the thoughts going through your mind? When, you, when you've had a great hit, maybe let's say you got a double. Because Dave, Dave doesn't, he, all he knows is golf, and so we, don't, we can't really help him right, with this baseball I, thing. I played little league ball. Oh, you did play yes, little league yes, ball? Yes, yes. <clears throat> Since. How <laughs> many years Not ago last year, not last not year, last but. Year. But, Luke, when you're sitting on second base, mm-hmm. what are you supposed to do? Are you supposed to be watching the batter? Are you supposed to be watching the ball? Or are you supposed to be watching a third base coach? When you're sitting at well, second? No, when you're, when you're well, standing on second base. Thi- if well, you're sitting on first, second base, you've got some serious issues. But yeah. if you're standing on second base. Okay, you just made it to second. Kind of you're in between. You don't, you, know, you, don't, you don't get a lead off when the pitcher's not you know, set, getting ready to throw the ball home. So you're, you're checking out the third base coach to see if he's giving you any signals. There are certain things that he's going to want you to do. And he'll, you know, you, it's, when you see a game live and you see all the gestures that they're making, you know, those are the signs. Those are, that's the play or that's what he wants you to do in a certain situation. But he's also giving the same or, or different sets of signs to the batter so that you can coordinate them all without the other team knowing what you're doing. 
Well, and there's some of those signs out there. Hey, if you make it home on this next one, I'm going to buy you a Coke at the restaurant. I mean, are there any of those signs like that? Do they no. even involve food? No, there's no food. <laughs> Do they no, involve uh, bonuses or money? Maybe sunflower seeds. Uh, sunflower seeds. <laughs> bubble gum. Sunflower seeds. Chewing tobacco. No, but, you know, it, it's, a, it's a great analogy that you're using, especially for – you know, people that in our area, a lot of people, there's a lot of baseball. This baseball in, in Florida is a, is a very, very high sport. You know, spring football started this week for my Florida Gators. We're talking about baseball. So, but, but the idea for of – Florida Gators. The idea of we have Valspar. We have Valspar coming next week at golf. golf. Yes, yes. You know, I, I turned down a job with Valspar 30 years ago. Yeah. Let me just tell you, that was probably not one of my smartest jobs. It's, I'm actually writing about the moment – that, that uh, it's a side, it's an aside. But I, I had a moment where one of my bosses from my internship said, "Jim, I just got a job at Valspar. Would you like to come be part of my team?" And I'd already taken a job somewhere else. That was one of the major pivot points in my working life. Wow, that's great to hear. I can't wait to read that part of the book. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so going back to this, don't third watch base the coach movie thing. anyway. Don't, you're on read second. Read the book. Don't wait read for the, the movie. Book, right? Don't wait for the you're, movie. You're yeah. on second. No, well, no, it's you know, it's just Batters the whole. Up. I love using metaphors with sports. You know, because football, you have offensive defense. You're always changing your plays. In baseball, you have plays too. You know, they don't use the same plays throughout the whole season, right? You know why, right? Because there's people in the stands on the other teams that work for the other team's organizations that are trying to pick up your signals so they can tell their batter. You know, that's why sometimes pitchers go have a conversation, a private conversation, when there's a man on second to tell them, we're going to switch up the plays because, you know, I think he's reading my signs. And he'll he'll trip up, he'll tip off his, the batter. We're getting way off subject here. <laughs> but just giving you some perspective, there's plays but that they key, always change throughout the year. But how key is that third base coach? It's huge. I mean, I mean, he's the general. He's the field general. He's the field general for everyone that's on base, whether you're on first, second, or third. You know, as you're rounding first, you have a first base coach that tells you what to do as you're rounding first. But after you round first, you're starting to pick up the third base coach from there on out. You know. So how are you guys like that third base coach, Dave? Oh, I, you uh, you better ask Luke. <laughs> oh come on! You said you played little league. Didn't they have third base coaches in little league? We had third base coaches, yes. And I I even coached for a while. So so, but how but key we, is we that? Th- how key is it to have what? a good coach at third base? I mean, it, it, it well, it, it still can make the difference between winning and losing a game, obviously, or they wouldn't have them. So so it can be very critical. You know, if the game's not close. It doesn't mean a whole lot, but, but um, you know, for the common person out there, it, it means a lot. Well, the, 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 the metaphor with having a, a coach, someone that's there that has been there a long time, that has a lot of experience, you don't see many young third-base coaches, okay? Right. And you rarely see someone who's never played the game before at you know coaching at that level at third base third base is your next step is usually manager or bench coach or something um and you'll see that a lot throughout but the idea behind your third base coach has all the skills who's played the game in most cases understands how the 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 game works you know and that's exactly what as an advisor that's what we do we we know the timing of things. We we can't time the market, but we know we can forecast a couple two three months out and get an idea which direction we're going. You know, we and, can definitely forecast where you are today and are you on the right path to get around third or get home and and meet your goals and needs of retirement. Well, or a, your lot phase of, two. a lot of yeah. what we do is risk management. So it's kind of like the runner on third. The coach is telling them how big a lead he should take. Right? I mean, is that is that one of the things he's going to tell them? Not uh, at that level. Maybe at Little League like you played. 
Okay. At that level, you're a professional. You better, you better know. You, you get out, you're you in trouble. Know. Yeah. Well, what yeah. I think is amazing, though, about those third base coaches, and, and relaying it to you guys, is the third base coach often ends up getting into a head coaching position. I know for the yeah. Twins, like the last couple of guys that played third base coach, right. Ron Gardenhire, Paul Molitor, they're the coaches. Right. And they went to be coach. Now, Ron Gardenhire, I think, was a better third base coach than he was uh, head coach. They don't call him head coach, but a manager of the team. Manager, yeah. So, but but when you that's I'm talking about the Twins here. I just write back to Minnesota and people. Somebody called me the other day and said, "Jimmy, you gotta stop talking about Minnesota because you broadcast out of Florida." There's a lot of people listening to the show today that are from Minnesota, living in Florida. It's Two, three, uh, yeah, at least maybe four. At least. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You that's betcha. a lot. Of yeah, for sure, <laughs> you betcha. <laughs> okay, no, I do. I have, I have a lot of golfing buddies from Minnesota, so there you go. Well, it's because it's still well. It's really not snowing this year. It's been pretty warm up north. All right, so take this, Dave. You've been in this world a long time. In this this advising. <laughs> <laughs> it's an advising world. I'm not very that long old, Jim. It's, I, you know, we're I, close. That's we're not close. what I meant to say. I meant to say the advising Gee. world a long time. And when we sat here on the air in December, we said, okay, as a result of the election, what are some of the things you're forecasting for 2017? And you said, based on the response to the election, if people really believe what Donald Trump is saying, the market is going to respond extraordinarily favorably because he is really a pro-marketplace kind of guy. Yeah, is. is that a good third base coach? <laughs> that was a good well, third. Look, where are we at today? Well, and that was at about nineteen thousand something. Yeah, the, right. The, the, so, so it's up a couple thousand over ten percent. Yeah, ten percent yeah. in two o- months. Over over ten percent in two months. months. I was telling Luke, maybe we should just take the rest of the year off, call it a year. Well, only <laughs> if you're going to put it in cash idea. because you know there's a correction yeah, right, coming. Right, there's always right, a correction. There's always a correction. That's but, what. Yeah. But the jump after the speech on Tuesday, uh, fantastic, was yeah. monstrous. Because because people are going, hey, wait a minute, he really has an idea on how we're going to turn this economy going in the right direction. You know, they've underestimated Trump for years. They underestimated his potential as a candidate. They underestimated him all through the primaries. And, and uh, I think until maybe until the speech Tuesday night, maybe they underestimated him even as president. So, But you saw that. And that's what I was going to, not necessarily going politically, but you saw the potential in a president coming in who understands the, the free market, who understands capitalism, who understands our constitutional republic. And you said, hey, if he really does the things he says he's going to do, the market's going to respond positively. But the market started responding positively before he even was inaugurated. It's amazing. The you know, it goes back to the law of numbers. You get a lot of smart people like that in, in the market, and a lot of smart people pretty much control the market. They're going to get it right long before the economy does. That's why the market predicts the economy usually six months, at least six months in advance. So this is good. This is good news for the people on the street, even if they perhaps are not participating in the market, because the economy follows the market the economy's up the, mar- the the market's up the economy's going to be up in six months so when you look at that as a coach then you're a third base coach for a lot of people you guys mm-hmm. have hundreds and hundreds of clients that you guys are financial advisors for and you're a coach you're you're the one Sorry. saying hey this is what we need to do with portfolios this mm-hmm. is how we need to adjust this and that you're giving them the signal on the, you know and running in this case would be investing more money you know staying on base maybe holding uh, keeping their uh, portfolio steady i mean there's a lot of analogies you do there. How much do you love that role as being that coach, Dave? Well, I love being in the market. Um, you know, 
to do a really good job, you have to do it every day. And that's why it's awfully hard unless people devote that kind of time to it to be successful doing their own portfolios, doing their own investing, because it just takes, um, I guess, I guess like baseball, you have to, you have to know the game very well That's to why be they successful. Have spring training. Yeah. Right. They don't just get out there and start. Yeah. Hitting. Well, and really how long is it Luke? I mean, you haven't been an advisor as long as Dave, but how long do you think you're in your quote unquote spring training before you could take one of those coaching positions? That, well, that's that's a good question. I've never, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's a matter of number of years versus experiences and what you've been exposed to, because that's how you learn. I mean, you can watch videos and you can read, but in really until you start practicing it and come through enough experiences, relying on other people and asking for assistance, you know. There's so I like to tell people that I work. I have some people that I have on a team, and and it's never about their experience. Tell me you've been doing it 10 years. I could care less. Tell me how many transactions you've closed. That means way more to me than how long you've been doing it. Cause you right. might've been doing it for a long time poorly. So when you look at Luke at the experience you've gotten, it's already been a number of years already. When yeah. you look at that experience that you've gotten and, and that interaction with your clients, I mean, one of the things that Martha loves, which it, she's, well, I got, I, Hey, who are you talking about? I was talking with Luke. Mm-hmm. He was just doing his monthly call with me because yeah. Luke calls all of his clients on a monthly basis yeah. just to check in. Just about all of them. Some, <laughs> some of them you don't want all of you don't want all you know you don't want to get a call from me with you know a couple hundred bucks in your account or whatever you know that's not the type of you know so when there's a lot of moving parts and there's you know there's there's things to talk about but I do I have I have clients that I do talk to that's part of my playbook that's part of who I am. And uh, so I, it's part I, yeah. of reviewing the signals with your clients. That's it. And, uh, you know, it's just something that another advisor in the business had said that it will separate you from every other advisor out there. I said, beautiful, let me try it. And it is. It does. It's just one of those things where it doesn't take time, you know, a whole lot of time. I can pick up the file. I can call the client. And while we're on the phone, we number one, we always catch up with each other. Just Has anything changed? I'm big on relationships. Um, you know, I have um, – you know, a biography video coming out, some testimonial really? videos coming out. Yeah, I'm excited about it. And, and no that's, book, though? No, yeah, no book. That You don't <laughs> want – number one, I, I don't talk enough to, to write a book. That would be great for you. You know, if, if you have that gift of writing a book, my father, he just wrote a book. It's called Panther 27. If you're interested, it's out there, Amazon and whatever else. Free plug. Free plug. You're welcome, Dad. Um, you know, but, uh, yeah, so my, my whole thing is everyone needs a good coach. All right, we're talking with Luke and Dave from Bel Air Wealth Management. Find them online at belairwealthmanagement.com. That was dot com? solid. No, that, <laughs> bring it up a notch. Up bring notch. it up a notch. Yeah, dot com. You know, I, I told the audience I was going to ask you guys a question, but I really want to dig, dig deep in your marriages. Dave, you've been married 40 how many years? Seven. Now? 47 years. How big of a component of your marriage has prayer been? I mean, how much time do you, do you, do you and Pam pray on a, on a daily basis together? You better ask Luke that question. <laughs> no, I asked Dave that question. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. Same answer. I'm going to be honest. We, we, uh, we have devotions daily. We pray together at the table daily, Okay. but I have my prayer time and Pam has her prayer time. Um, and I, I, I guess both, both of us being in a Dutch background are both kind of, um, we, uh, of course, we share everything with each other, but there's still things I like to go to God with on my own, and I enjoy my time with God. And um, I like how you say God. Doesn't he say it differently? <laughs> yeah, he says it from like he's from God. Michigan. Is well, that what it is? Well, of, well, how do you say it in Minnesota? God. 
right. So, but I like that answer because you said you said you're still doing devotions together, and that's fantastic. I mean, it's. I just what I want people to hear is that married couples praying together it really makes a difference in your marriage. I mean, you're mm. 47 years. Matt, that is a monstrous accomplishment. I mean, I, it is for her. <laughs> we know that. And Pam, if you'd like to call in, the number is 877-943-9673, and you can add some perspective to what he is saying. That's what we can do right there. Uh, or you can call me at work at 727-586-5655. Oh, you want, wife, well. you want your I, wife to call you? Yes. <laughs> I just wanted to get the number out there once. We didn't do that yet. Oh, so, well, we could do so, that. So I just thought that'd be good. That's good. Okay, so Luke. You and Dana haven't been married as long. Just celebrated 15 years, wasn't it? We'll be uh, 17 years. 17 This years. year, this September. Wow. And, and you could celebrate 18 on the marriage cruise coming up next February, 8th hey, through the 12th. We, okay, things are starting to change with it around cheerleading, so that, that could be coming up. We'll see. There's decisions for her. She, my daughter's praying about whether or not you know, she She'll wants to She'll be driving by then, won't she? She's a permit now, so She's yeah, permit? she would be. That's yeah. fantastic. When Woo! you see your car insurance rates yeah, go. Right? I know. That's, what, that's all you old people are <laughs> So excited when you're when six, your your kids turn sixteen and they start driving. All you talk about is how high your insurance goes. This is wonderful, dude. I've never seen things go that high. Yeah, and right, they stayed with, that high, and but when they left, you're like, holy uh, mackerel! I got a pay raise. I got a pay raise, yeah. I, or I just had to make a lot less money in order to pay my bills. And, and then there's always the first accident. All right, so it's go- coming. <laughs> yeah. Nope, nope. It is not inevitable. I got two kids, made it all the way through. They're both in their mid twenties, and oh. neither of them had at fault accidents. Hallelujah, oh, man! That, but I've spent two a lot out of, time. of my three had pretty good ones. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Luke, you and Dana praying together. How yes. big of a component has prayer been in your marriage? It, it's it's going to be. It's not going to be the answer you were probably hoping for, but maybe. I, I here's what I will say. I will say when we pray. Yeah. When we pray together, I it, it's a great opportunity for her to hear my heart really about her. You know, so, um, you know, we do get together and pray for specific things in our life that we're that we're anticipating or hoping for or want clarification on or, you know, big decisions um, or big life events where we we do pray together. And I also, you know, we do pray together at other times. It's an opportunity for me to share to God how appreciative am, am I of her. Right. So she hears that. And I, you know, I think I think that's a huge part of it. So when you pray together, it's you. Re- it's awesome. Yeah, it so, is. You know, you, you it, it puts it. You know, get on the same page. So you know, if it's especially awesome, with how come you don't do it more often? I don't know. Good question. Probably would you go to bed at different times. How often do you think Dana would like to pray with you? Uh, zero. That's not true. <laughs> no, she said she she's calling me. Up. No, she's not calling yet. Eight seven seven nine four three ninety six seventy three. Dana, you could call in any time. But seriously, our wives love to lead. Love for us to lead them spiritually. There is not a single woman on earth that would say, "No, husband, I don't want you to pray with me." Guaranteed. I put, I put all the money in my wallet yeah. down on that. Yeah. And I don't have a lot of money in there, but I would put it all down on that. Yeah, I don't doubt that. No doubt. I pray I pray for her every day. So and that's, that's fantastic. But right. pray with her takes it to the whole other level. All right, so that's the challenge out there. All right, so let's go back to this whole analogy. It's spring training. We are talking about you guys being like the third base coach for a baseball team. Because once you leave, once you, as Luke said, once you round first base, and any of you played softball or baseball or kickball, yeah. you know, whatever you want to play that involves a ball and four bases, once you round first base, you're no longer listening to the first base coach. You're looking at the third base coach. He's going to tell you to stop at second, to get all the way to third, to slide. He's going to tell you to stand up. He's going to tell you to round third base.
base and head towards home. Luke, you guys are that third base coach yeah. for your clients. Sometimes. And, let me go one step further. Okay. Sometimes we're the, the pitch runner. We'll actually go in for him and, and run the bases. We're a discretionary advisor, so they give us the authority to run the bases for them. So rather than telling them what to do and how to do it, we will actually, they'll say, okay, here, here, I'm on second base. Get me home. Right. Well, and what does that look like, Dave? It looks, it looks a lot. It, it, hopefully it makes it a lot more peaceful for them because they're no longer in a state of what should I do? Should I look at that third base coast? Where should I go? How far, how far should I go offline? How much risk should I take? We'll take, we'll look at their circumstances. We'll ask them how much risk they want to take and then we'll run accordingly. Well, so much is built on trust. You know, it's, it, you know, even at that level, even at that level of baseball, you know, because you have a lot of professionals that are, that have played it for a very, very long time and they kind of feel like I know the way, I, this is how I did it on my last team or at the last level I played, right. you know, and, and so having a good coach isn't just someone that can bark out the instructions. It's building the, the trust and rapport, and that's really experience, experiencing things together. Which allows them to turn it over to us. Right. If well, that's, they didn't that's have kind that. of what I was yeah, getting exactly. at. Yeah, 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 right. Well, explain a little bit more because, I mean, you know, I, I you can picture a guy that has played baseball for 15 years. I mean, a lot of times that's already a lot professionally for 15 years because right. a lot of times they play professionally for 15 years. They've been playing baseball for 30 years right. or even longer. And – they they are used to they think they know it all, mm -hmm. but yet they're being paid to listen to the coach. Right, and really, essentially, that's the same thing as you guys. People are going to get a return on their investment. They're gonna they're gonna approach retirement, approach home base a lot more securely if they will just listen to you guys instead of thinking they know everything because they've been doing it all their lives. Right. Well, it's it's just educating. It's come alongside you. You might have some good ideas, and that's really when you look at the baseball. When you have a seasoned professional, they're gonna come to your team with some preset notions on how things were done there and then their experiences throughout their career. That doesn't mean I can't come in and add one or two things to your life that's going to make such an impact and help you help you help you be a better person or a better player, or a better investor. Well, okay, but what about those people that uh, let you picture that base runner and they they come around second and they're looking at the third base coach and they get caught in the pickle. Oh boy. <clears throat> they they went too far. Mm -hmm. Now the third base uh, the third baseman's got the baseball. The guy in second standing on the second baseman standing on second. The shortstop is standing there looking at the base runner, going, "You're messed you're, up. You're done. <laughs> any, any moment now, you're done." Uh, so, there's a lot of people that have rounded second. Mm -hmm. They want to be heading towards home. They want to touch third base and head home, but they weren't listening really well, and they got themselves in a pickle. Yep, that, that's common. But the, the interesting thing there, I like that analogy because the interesting thing there is, is, again, they don't know what direction to run. Should I run this direction or should I run this direction? Well, we're going to call a timeout. I know that that's not in the rules. You can't do that. You can't but tell timeout. We're going to call a timeout. I like we're that gonna, rule. We should introduce that to Bud we're gonna, Seeliger. All right, but you're in a pickle. Timeout. <laughs> timeout. Timeout. Yeah, wait, timeout. wait. We're going to call that timeout. It's not quite legal, but we're going to sit down and say, okay, we're going to figure this out. You're you're kind of in a pickle here, but but no, there's, there's one way that's better than the other to go. You're going to get tagged out, and then you're going to come in the dugout. I'm going to rip you a new one and tell you how to do it better <laughs> no. the next time. 
<clears throat> that's in that that that's the idea. No, we're going to get him out of that pickle. Or you're going to fire the third base coach, okay. right? Fire your coach. The manager right. is going to come like, in and say the you coach. You didn't like my illegal hey, timeout. No, so. you can't have it. You can't. <laughs> no, if you got out, hey, you got you have. But to, if you're out, but I mean, but draw a picture. Go back. Okay, so somebody's rounded second. Nobody's base ever and, out in my game. No, they're not. But you can. But then you may say, listen, he, just go he, back to listen, second. Here's back to second, and, and let's start over again. Okay, some bad decisions. Let's just throw out a couple that yeah, that, right, that right. are out there. Okay. Um, they they took out uh, they took out a large distribution out of their four hundred one k to pay off a mortgage where they were receiving a tax deduction, and now they have a tax consequence. Right, right. That could be a bad decision. Let's right. go ahead and reevaluate it to get it back on track. Another one. So they're, so they're, so you call that timeout, and you say, okay, this is where you are now. You're between second and third. You have to go in this direction to advance yourself, right? And or if they, they uh, here, here's one they they wanted the they had this dream of buying an RV, so instead of financing really? the RV, and over what people long need term, to realize, no, it's not a dream. That's a nightmare. Yes, people, or seriously, a boat Speaking or a big boat, a boat or a big, big boat. boat. Either right. one. Speaking of that's what happens when people try to keep up with the Joneses, and we right. got that book we're talking about today. Who are the Joneses anyway? Call into the studio line. Get a copy of this, 877-943-9673, or email me, jim at iworkforhim.com, if you're listening to a rebroadcast. Dana's texting you, isn't she? No, she didn't, actually. She must not be listening. Pam's not texting you either? You guys got away with that one, then. So somebody's thinking about making a nightmare decision, buying a a motorhome, which today in the cheapest motorhome, $70,000, or a boat in Florida. Cheap boats are thirty-five or forty grand for a cheap boat. It's, but yet they're both just holes to throw money into. Right, exactly. And, and if and if that doesn't match up with your plan of retiring, then we, someone has to help you make the decision. Instead of buying the motorhome, right. either find a friend that has one and try it out for a few times, or you rent one, like rent you one. just said. Yeah. Same, same thing with the boat, the, the boat club. Don't commit to something long-term. If your long-term goal is 15 years from now and you're not on track and then all along the way you start getting – you hit more speed bumps on the way um, or you get caught in pickles is what they're called or a rundown in baseball and you don't know which way to go you and you eventually are out. That This is where the a good third base coach comes in. You know, Most of the time you don't get caught in those scenarios because you have someone coaching you and walking alongside of you. All right, but listen, going back to the analogy that you guys are like that third base coach, Dave, and, and you guys, you know, the great news about you guys is that you really do have people's best interest in mind, and there are sometimes uh, third base coaches that, well, I think they should always have their people's best interest in mind, we would hope, mm-hmm. but a lot of times the distraction is, Dave, for, for your base runner, for your client, is the third base coach is there, yet the crowd is behind the third base coach screaming and yelling, Go, 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 go. Come on, make it all, make it all. Mm -hmm. I'm that guy in the stands. Mm -hmm. If I see someone, I don't care if it's be close, I want to see some action. I want to see the ball being thrown from left field all the way to home Mm -hmm. for them to try to tag the guy out because I like the hockey-like move where the guy running the bases tries to take out the catcher. But at the same time, you don't want to see your runner out. So you don't want to take unnecessary risk at that point. And the chances are seventy percent he would be out. You want you want him to still stay on third base. See the way he but pulled that out of there. Seventy yeah, percent of seventy percent of the guys don't get thrown out at home. We train. <laughs> yeah, we we train. What we like to do is we educate our client. So when they do start hearing this noise from other sources, you know, not going to name all the four letter you know TV channels. But, you know, there's a lot of naysayers right now that have been naysaying the market. It's got to correct. It's got to correct for the last 10 years. Yeah, right, right. So, right. so it's, it's taking all that noise 
educating the client enough. Number one, being available to the client. If if a, one of my clients calls me, they're on my they're on in my phone book, so I see their name. And if I'm not doing anything, I absolutely answer my phone because it could just be, hey, what what's going on with the market? Should we go ahead and take some off the market? Should we take some out of the market? And now? you said you said one thing. You you said the uh, hopefully the third base third base coach always wants his runner to be in home but safely right well there's awful lot of third base coaches that don't have that runner as a priority they have themselves as a priority they're they're worried about in our case commissions or something else rather than the uh rather than the runner's benefit so we've covered a lot of stuff here with luke and dave two very good friends of i work for him two guys that really want to help be your third base coach as you run the bases towards retirement but again, these guys love the Lord, which is why we talk about it. We interspace. We have a lot of fun on the show when Luke and Dave come. Dave, Dave when you look at what's what's the thing you love ba- best about being the third base coach for one of your clients? Hmm. Getting them in home. I mean, that's that's the ultimate, right? Scoring. That's uh, that's reward in itself. And for you, scoring is people being able to retire and and comfortably and not worry about their finances anymore exactly Uh, and oftentimes it's even before that even just putting a plan in into action uh sitting down so they they can see where they have to go part of the problem in our business is they don't know where home plate is Ooh, that's a big point that's a huge point and luke when you look at the clients that you've gotten that that you've gotten off the show that you've gotten off of Mm -hmm. referrals when you know somebody's a Christ follower, how often do you get a chance to pray with those people as you're putting together things for them? Um, yeah, we, honestly, there's not a not a lot of opportunities when you're you know when I'm always praying before I meet with them, uh, but the ones that I I know are believers and followers, yes, we have prayed together um, several times because one of them went through some surgeries and stuff. Um, just getting getting an opportunity to not just be their financial advisor, right? That, that's one part of it. Um, and we've talked about that on, on, on many shows right. in the past is we're not just your advisor. We're your friend. You're, we're your prayer partner. We're uh, someone that's going to be thinking about you and trying to help in just all aspects of your life. Well, I know people can get a hold of you online at BelairWealthManagement.com. BelairWealthManagement.com. You're missing the dot today, David. But people can also just call you on your on your cell phone, Dave. Or Luke. What, what is your not? Not Dave, because Dave doesn't ever answer his cell phone. <laughs> That's not Do I have people. a business line? 727-586-5655. But if you want to get all the Luke right now, they're not yeah, in the office. They can they're text on the air. or call or anything at 727-798-4188-727-798-4188. That's right. And you guys will talk to them. And there's, there's not a size of a client that you'll no. say, nope, I won't talk to you. Nope. Not so at all. Wouldn't do it. <clears throat> yeah. So you guys can help anybody. We can help anybody. We well, love everyone. And that's the key of being a third base coach because there are third there as a third base coach, there are a lot of clients that are at the bottom of the uh, you know when, when you look at the runners, there's a lot of runners that are at the bottom of the order. Hmm. So they they may be not the best hitters. They may not have the best on base percentage. Yet they need help getting around third to home, just right. like the like the number one, two, and three hitters. Yeah. And they might even need more coaching. You know, they just might not, they they need the experience of working with a coach one on one. 
And uh, yeah, I mean, I think it was a great, a great analogy with the show today with spring training and baseball. And you know, uh, you know, from an advisory standpoint, we we like to educate with fundamental technical analysis, which is what we do to bring things together. But if you're not experienced in doing it, you know, give us a shot, give us a call. We'd love to just sit down with you and and get a play, get some things going in the right direction for you, so you can round third with some confidence. Well, okay, so they can and find you online. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, talk about finding us online. Just stop by next week when. We're at the Valspar Tournament. We'll be out there probably all week. Valspar Golf Tournament. Yes, golf, not baseball where, tournament. Where is it at? It's at Innisbrook, Copperhead. Mm. Nice course. You playing? Uh, no, oh, no. Are you caddying? I, w- I could caddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let, how do people get a hold of you? They get a hold of you online, BelairWealthManagement.com, B-E-L-L-E-A-I-R. Wealthmanagement.com or on Luke's cell phone, 727-798-4188. Or Dave, if they want to get you in the office. 727-586-5655. Or I too have a cell phone, 727-501-4314. Yes, I will. All these people writing it down, they just ran out of room. I will answer my phone. But they can get a hold of this online and listen to the rebroadcast on the air. We'll be broadcasting again later on the night on 13. At 11 o'clock, but we'll also be there'll be a podcast out there. Go out to iworkforhim.com. There's always a podcast available. Guys, what's one thing, one really quick key to uh, an investment portfolio working with you? What's one of the big keys people need to remember? Just one one word or two words. Long term. Honest with yourself. That was way more than a couple of words. <laughs> long term honest with yourself. That's really those are really big keys. Being long-term, you have to have a long-term mindset. It's not just to. in tomorrow. And be honest with yourself. It's like, okay, let me be honest about my situation right. and how I really want to live right. when I'm going to be Be 70- honest with us. Hey, you can be dishonest with the rest of the world, the Joneses. Yeah. Come to us and just be honest with us. We're yeah. going to put it, it, it – listen, we've seen it all, heard it all. We're going to get it to go in the right direction. Luke and Dave with Bel Air yep. Wealth Management. Thanks for being on I Work for him today. Thank, thank you, sir. You, Good Luke job. Luke and Dave. Thank you. Bel Air Wealth – okay, Dave, we're done now. <laughs> thank, Bel- you, thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Bel Air Wealth Management. <laughs> Com. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks for tuning in to I Work For Him today. Just keep that in mind. If you don't have a great third base coach helping you prepare for your retirement years of ministry, look these guys up online, BelairWealthManagement.com. You're listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower. My workplace, it's my mission field. But ultimately, I work for him.